Hey guys, welcome to episode six of Enlightened Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about how to leave a job well. So maybe you found yourself in a position where you feel like it's time for you to leave and go on to the next thing. We're going to give you practical tips on how to do that well. Hey, Lauren. Hey, Becca. How's it going? It's going good. How are you? I'm doing well. I can't believe this is our last episode in the series. It's gone by so fast. Oh, it's so sad, but it's been so fun. I've loved having these conversations with you. They've been awesome. I really enjoyed it too. So today we get to talk about how to quit your job, which is kind of fun and intimidating at the same time. (laughs) And also terrifying if you're a people pleaser like me. I mean, it's the worst when you feel like you're walking away from something that you've put so much time and effort in, you've built relationships with people and you've built trust and all of a sudden now you're about to bail on these people Mm -hmm. that you've been working so closely with for so long. It's just a thing that people, I think, are really afraid to do. And a lot of times it really is something that people feel, it keeps people feeling stuck where they are because they're afraid to make a move. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I'm excited to talk today about you know, practical things that we can share with people to make this whole process feel less scary and mm-hmm. feel like something that they um, can do. Yeah. And that it really is, a, it can be a good honoring thing. Yeah, totally. Okay. So let's kick this off. Um, let's talk a little bit, you know, what it, say I'm in this position where I'm like, okay, I've given this job a fair shot. I've done all the things. I've been in it a long time. This isn't just a season that's really hard. This isn't just like a season for my boss or fill in the blank. You know, this is, it's been made very clear to me that it's time for me to move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. What would you say would be the very first thing I should do? Yeah. So if you have in mind that you're going to leave job, I mean, I definitely would think through like what's next like do you have a place already or are you quitting your job and quitting cold turkey I feel like I usually when clients say to me like Lauren I've had enough with this job I'm ready to be done I don't even care that I don't know what's next I would just say like really think through and make sure that this is the best decision to leave right now because I do think quitting a job without knowing what's next can be really hard. Um, and that's a whole other podcast episode, maybe even of like job searching when you don't have a job. Um, but yeah, if you are in, a, you're like, I have a job, I know what I'm doing next. I have a job offer in place. I've signed the contract. I'm ready to quit my job. Then this is for you. Or if, um, you simply have just had enough in your current job and you don't even know what's next, but you're ready to go. This is for you. Um, so I would say, you know, be strategic about when to leave your job. Um, you know, is, are there really busy seasons in your company? Are there, are there some months when things are a little bit slower? Like for me in the past, I've worked in education. So summertime is a really good time to leave a job because things are a little bit slower and like, if you have the capacity to think through like, okay, when would be a good time to exit? I think that's really wise and helpful for your company. Um, But that is definitely not always the case because sometimes you get a job offer and you need to start your new job in a month or in two weeks. So just, you don't really necessarily always have the opportunity to be strategic about when you leave, but 
if you do have that opportunity, I would definitely just think through like when it would be a good month, you know, maybe it's after you've wrapped up a project or, um, after a busy season or whatever, just thinking through like strategically about the timeline. Um, but you definitely want to give the company as much time as you can. You know, I would definitely say a two week minimum heads up, um, giving them a two weeks notice about when you'll be done. Uh, but if you can give them more time, I know that speaking from experience, I know that is so appreciated by a company when you can give them maybe a month because they can just wrap their heads around everything. Um, especially if they're kind of shocked that you're leaving, then it can just transition a little bit more. So that would be my first tip is to just think about, okay, when, when is my last day? Because when you schedule that meeting with your boss, you want to be able to go into that meeting and say, you know, Hey, I've, I have thought through this really thoroughly. And this is my last day. If you go into that conversation with your boss and you don't necessarily have a day in mind, I think it can feel a little unsettling for your boss, even of like, what are you really saying? Are you like, when are you leaving? When are you done here? So I think you have the, you have the control, like you can go in and say, this is my last day and this is when I'll be done. And you can always tell your boss, like, I'm willing to be flexible, but this is what I had in mind. Um, yeah. Yeah. I also think too, to add to that, a lot of times it's kind of scary when you're interviewing for a job, if you're in a job, you're, you know, you want to leave and you're, you've interviewed for another one and you have another offer and you're ready to like move from this job to that job. A lot of times that new position, that company will see you will have a lot of respect for you. If you are honoring where you are totally. and trying to leave them well. So mm-hmm. usually they'll be pretty flexible with you. If you say, Hey, I know you want me to start in two weeks, but really I feel like the best thing I can do to leave well would be to leave in a month. And usually nine out of 10 times people see that as very honorable and will respect you for that. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. And, you know, if you, as a listener, if you are in the job search process right now and you haven't like signed a contract with a new job, just know that that your start date is something you can negotiate. So like Becca Mm -hmm. said, you know, can I, is there any way I can start in a month or in three weeks or something like that? I think that companies are very understanding and they, it kind of speaks volumes about who you are as an employee that you care and you want to leave your job. Well, um, this, it won't always work out, but just know that it's worth asking your future employer, but you do want to make that, have that conversation before you sign your contract just to let, you know, to make sure everyone's on the same page. So that's a really good point. So yeah, once you figure out your timeline of when you want to leave, I think the next point would be, or the next step would be to have a conversation with your boss. Um, Maybe it's your direct supervisor, or maybe it's the CEO, whatever, whoever you kind of meet with on a regular basis and who, you know, does your performance reviews, who's your supervisor. That's who I would talk to first. And really think through what do you want to say to them? How do you want to, how do you want to communicate to them that you're leaving? I remember the first job that I quit. I don't think I slept an hour the night before. I was so nervous to have that conversation. And because I just felt like I was letting them down and it was awkward. It felt like a breakup, honestly, like, Hey, it's not you. It's me. You know, it's like this awkward conversation, but I think, a boss who meets with you regularly 
and they know what's going on, like they might not be super surprised by it. Um, But anyways, I think thinking through what you're going to say is super important rather than going into it and winging it. So, you know, I would say definitely be grateful for their supervision, be grateful for your experience at the company, um, letting them know, like, why are you making this transition? Um, so I think definitely being grateful, but also it's, it's okay to be honest too. You know, they're, they're a human, um, they should want the best for you and your success. So, you know, don't feel like you're letting everyone down at the company just because you're leaving. I know I have felt that way before. And I don't think that that was like fair to myself and it wasn't even really accurate. Like I was not the saving grace to that company. So, um, well, one thing too, that we talked about before we started recording is, you know, these are really hard conversations Mm -hmm. and anytime you have a hard conversation, when you go into it, you have to remember that you're responsible for the way that you communicate, but you cannot control the way that they react. I remember one time when I left a job, I had this supervisor who did not, he did not react well at all. He was like, are you kidding me? Do you know that this is like not a great move for you? Like I was trying to tell him, you know, I was trying to justify it. It was one of the first, it was the first time I'd ever left a job. And I was like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm going to do this thing. And he was like, well, how much money are you going to make there? And I was like, <gasps> oh, this is like not your business. And I ended up telling him, he was like, this is a terrible move. This, he, he just inserted his opinion. He was so mad. Hmm. And I had to like take a step back and go, okay, like I'm responsible for the decisions that I make and this is my life. And if I let someone else's opinion of this keep me here, then I'm never going to really live into who God made me to be and what he's calling me to. And I can't Mm -hmm. be so much of a people pleaser that I'm just going to stick around just to make people happy. Like I have to keep moving forward and what I feel like is the next right thing for me, despite how other people feel in this situation, which is really hard. But I think that there is a really, um, honorable, respectful, tactful way of having that conversation, um, in a way that doesn't burn bridges, but you just have to remember that you cannot control the way other people are going to react. All you can control is what you say and the way that you walk into that conversation and the way that you leave it. Yeah, totally. I think that's a really good point that we can't please everyone all the time. I'm also a people pleaser. Um, and also it's okay to let people down you know, and, and if they're let down and they're not happy for you, that's their choice too, but they should be happy for you. They should want the best for you. Um, obviously if you've gave it your all and you've worked hard and you've really tried and it's just not, it's not working out in your job, then like your boss might already kind of recognize that and they, they should want the best for you. So just know that too. Um, you're not like they can find someone else to fill the role. It's going to be okay. The company's not going under without you. Like I, I think I've had that mentality before where I've just felt so responsible and just felt so guilty for leaving, but it is okay. No it's way. totally okay. okay. So after you have a meeting with your boss, um, I also just want to say that I would definitely talk to your boss before you tell anyone else at the company. I think that's a very professional thing to do, even when you're really close to people at the company, like even when you have a work BFF, 
they might know what's going on in your life a little bit about you leaving. Um, definitely try to keep it like maybe to one person in the office. I would even say mm-hmm. if you can, don't tell anyone. And I know it might feel like you're like, you know, holding out on your friends or keeping a big secret from your friends. But I just think it's the most professional thing to do is to have that conversation with your boss first and then go directly to, you know, a handful of people who you're really close to tell them in person after you talk to your boss and then kind of maybe send out a mass email to everyone on the team, like telling them a little bit about like your plans, where you're going, um, what's next and when your last day will be. And then I also would include in that email, like, Hey, I would love to have a one-on-one with all of you before I leave. Um, please stop by my office or, you know, let's try to find a time on our calendars to grab lunch or grab coffee. Um, it's really important to me that I, I have some time with all of you before I leave something like that, I think is really sincere. And it shows that you're not just, you know, throwing them the peace sign and you're out. Like it shows that you really, you care about them and you want to have a one-on-one conversation to share kind of your, where you're going and your transition and everything. Yeah. I love that. I love the idea of writing a little note or like a thank you, you know, of saying like, Hey, here's what I'm grateful about working with you the past however many months or however many years. Like I really enjoyed my time. I've learned this much from you and mm-hmm. all this stuff. I think that that will seriously go a long way. Yeah. That was going to be, yeah. that was one of our questions too for you is from a relational standpoint, how do you, how would you say would be the best way to go about it without burning bridges, you know, like mm-hmm. how to leave a job without, um, you know, messing up the relationships that you have so that, you know, if someone were to call and ask for a reference, right. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. And you just never know later on down the road who you could be working with again. Oh yeah, totally. Like, I, that's why I think it's so important to really think through like, okay, how do I want people to find out about me leaving? I think no one wants to find out through the rumor mill at work. Like I feel like having a email, sending out a mass email is really good. And then, so I would send out that mass email and then like on your last day, I would personally hand out handwritten notes to everyone if you can. And that sounds like crazy maybe, but I did that. So before I left my last job, I went to Trader Joe's and I got little bags of espresso beans I think they were like 80 cents a bag and I wrote a handwritten card that said like thanks a latte and I like I wrote cards to people I didn't even know very well at my company I think I wrote 30 cards and some of it was just like thanks for thanks for like what you do for this team even though you and I don't you know interact on a daily basis what you do matters and I'm really thankful that I got to work with you just short and sweet like that speaks volumes and maybe it's not handwriting a card. Maybe it's, you know, I don't know, sending them a picture. I don't know, like doing whatever is kind of your cup of tea. I think Um, maybe scheduling a a final party for yourself or dropping off cupcakes or bringing in cookies or whatever, just to like show your gratitude and take the time to really say thank you. I think that speaks volumes to your team and that's a way to not burn bridges. I love that. That's so good. Yes. I love, 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 love that. Um, okay. So from a work standpoint, as far as like projects go, or maybe systems that you've created that maybe only you know how to do, 
how would you say it would be the best way to kind of leave that so that you're not leaving them high and dry in the middle of a big project mm-hmm. or on in the day-to-day? How would you feel like leaving well from that perspective should right. go down? Yeah. And I would hope that your supervisor would kind of help you. If you're in the midst of a big project, you know, hopefully you were working closely with someone else on a team where that person could kind of take the reins for you. Um, you know, maybe you do think strategically again about when you leave. So if you're in the middle of a really busy month um, or just a, a busy season at work, maybe try to just stay there until the end of that season. Um, but no matter what, I think just really giving it your all to finish well, you know, whether it's you're handing, passing it off to someone else and you're giving them really detailed notes and you're, you know, hey, here's my cell phone number. Text me if you have any questions or, Hey, here's my new email address. Like, please let me know if you have questions. I think that also is really comforting when you're leaving a team just to let them know, like, I am not like moving, you know, I'm not going to be disconnected from you. You can still reach out to me. I would love to help. I really care about this project. I care about this team. I want to see you thrive and succeed. So like, here's my contact information if you have questions, but yeah, I think, as much as you can trying to finish big projects that were really yours, finishing them well. And then when you think about it, like, you know, whoever takes your place and your job is most likely going to have a lot to learn. So thinking to yourself, like, could I create some sort of training manual for them? Or could I update the training manual? Or could I leave some really helpful notes? Um, You know, did you create any new processes in your job that the next person won't have any idea how to do. So Mm. I think even thinking through like, should I create a training manual? And, and you know what, like that probably sounds like a lot of work, but it's really good experience. And like to go into your next role, like you will hopefully whoever, whoever's role you're stepping into did that for you too. So um, I think it's, it's just such a good like professional development opportunity to like create some training materials You can tell your future boss, hey, I've done this before. Um, And like I said, hopefully you're stepping into a role that was also left well for you to set you up for success. So um, I think just like it's definitely unique for each job, but just really thinking through how can I finish this well and how can I set up the next person for success? That's awesome. Just that thought of thinking every new position you walked into, like it was being set up well for you. Like I've definitely walked into a new job where it was a crazy mess and I just had to pick it up and roll with it. And it was an ugly ending before me. And like the last person just did not do a good job, ended up being let go. And I like stepped in to kind of save the day or whatever. And that feeling of, it was not easy. So I feel like it would have been, yeah, would have been a lot, a lot better. What would you say? This is kind of random. I wasn't planning on asking this, but yeah, What would you say as far as taking time off in between jobs? What's your opinion on that? Hmm. I mean, I think it's great, especially if you were feeling burned out in your job or if you didn't really have an opportunity to have vacation in your job. I know I've I've talked about this on our podcast before. I think in episode one, my first job out of college, I didn't have vacation days. So I was super burned out by the time I finished up my first year. I mean, like. I had four sick days. So that's the time off I had. So I, I mean, I was going to grad school after that. So I naturally had a couple months off, but 
Yeah. I think it's, you know, if you are in a place where you're burned out, if you can take some time off, like, I mean, I'm talking about like a week or two weeks, nothing like you don't necessarily need to go travel Europe in between all your jobs. Although if that's your thing, go for it. (laughs) Um, but you know, I, I personally think just taking, taking some time off for yourself will help you also just set yourself set. It will set you up for success in your next job. So you'll enter that job feeling refreshed and ready to go. Um, but I don't necessarily think it's necessary. I, I know friends who finish a job on a Friday and they start a new job on a Monday. And I think sometimes even emotionally like that can feel like, okay, did I have closure in my last, last job? Do I, yeah. do I need to like process my last job and some things that happened there? Um, so it, it's kind of like up to you, but have you ever taken time off in between your jobs? That's a great question. I'm trying to remember. Um, I'm going on three years in this position, so I'm trying to remember if I did that before this job. Actually, I did. It was like right at Christmas, the new year, and I took about a week and a half off in between. Okay. And it ended up being, it ended up being really, really good for me because I was able to process Mm -hmm. where I was before and kind of what I wanted going forward. We had some like hard family stuff going on too, now that I remember, but ended up being a huge gift to take that time off. Yeah. I think, I think how you use that time would be my, my advice for someone. Like if you're taking two weeks off to like stay out late every night and watch Netflix all day and like do nothing. Yeah. Then like, I don't know that that's really setting you up for success in your next job. But if you're taking some time off to like work through some things, really think about what do you want this next role to be? It's restful. You are, you know, still having routine in your life. I think that's good because you know, we all know what it's like to go from vacation to work. It's sometimes it's hard to get back into the swing of things at work. And so if you have like kept up some of your routine, you know, during your time off, like maybe getting up in the morning and exercising or, um, like just getting good sleep and reading books, like doing stuff during the day that you maybe haven't been able to do for a while. I think that's great, but just kind of like wasting two weeks by, you know, doing things that are draining to you and then feeling exhausted when you start a new job. I would definitely discourage that because um, you want to you want to start off feeling refreshed and ready to go. So whatever that means for you, I think it's great if you can. That's awesome. Oh, I love that. Gosh, I've loved this conversation. I mean, it's like definitely one of the scariest things you can do in your career, but it can also be one of the very best things that you can do mm-hmm. is to leave a job well. Um, and I would say too, to everyone that's listening, you know, our heart behind um, recording this is just to kind of remind you that you're not stuck. And it's this, one of those things of like, okay, we get, we fall into this trap of believing that we're stuck where we are and that it just looks too hard or too scary, or you'll let too many people down if you make a move into another position. But Lauren and I both want to remind you that that is not true. You, it can be the very best for all parties involved for you to make a move to do something else. Um, and that can really just send you to the next level in your career and it can just be a really good thing. So we just want to remind you to just not be afraid of that. Um, 
but I also, I just want to wrap this up a little bit too of if someone's listening and they want to talk to you more about making a job transition and what mm-hmm. that could look like and maybe mm-hmm. the details of their situation um, and to kind of pick your brain about that, what would be the best way for them to get in touch with you? Yeah. Well, I would definitely say, you know, you can reach out to me on Instagram or LinkedIn. I'm on both of those platforms um, as career coach Lauren on Instagram or Lauren Miller on LinkedIn. But my website, I actually just launched this week. Um, I have a new website and on that website, I have a lot of free resources. And so one of those resources is actually six signs that it's time to quit your job. So maybe you are someone who's like, okay, should I quit? Like what, you know, I've been kind of feeling restless for a little bit. Like, should I actually quit? So I have a free resource for you on there, but definitely fill out my contact form on my website because I have a few different coaching programs that um, I work with one-on-one with clients. And so we can kind of figure out what the best program for you would be. Um, and we would chat on the phone to figure all that out. So definitely there's a few different ways, but my website is, is a really um, good way to get in touch with me. Awesome. Well, Lauren, thank you so much. I'm so sad. This is our last episode. I know. I'm sad too. It's been so fun. And um, I'm just thankful that I got to meet someone who shares a similar passion of helping women in their careers when they feel stuck. Because I know, like we both can know, we both know how paralyzing that can feel sometimes to feel really stuck with where you're at. So I hope that all the listeners, you know, felt empowered by the content that we got to share with them and um, are moving on to whatever's next. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Lauren. Thank you.